Estate planning made easy. This is The Strong Room on 770 CHQR, a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 770 CHQR. Do you have an estate with a net worth of one million or more? Are you concerned about taking care of a dependent who has an addiction issue? What's going to happen to the family cottage? Have you enough money for retirement? How much do you pay in taxes? And would you like to ensure that you're not paying more than you should? These are all good reasons to build an estate or a life plan to take care of the what-ifs of life. The McMillan Estate Planning Team has been helping folks do that work for more than 20 years. They're ready to help you. Check out the company's record at macmillanestate.com. Learn more about the process of building an estate or life plan. Make time to take in a seminar to learn more. The next ones are coming up in Red Deer on Wednesday, November 28th at 6 p.m. and on Thursday, November 29th at 6.30 p.m. in Calgary. You can register online at macmillanestate.com. It might be the best 90-minute investment you can make in your own financial future. Back with you on The Strong Room on 770 CHQR. We're talking with John and Joan, who are clients of Macmillan Estate Planning and who have been sharing a unique story with us. They have done their life planning. They have put in place protection for their four children, but they continue to live active lives in their own right. And you have two grandchildren now from the, uh, well, you have five. Okay. And one on the way. <laughs> so you've you've uh, have you done some planning to include them in this as well, or we is have, that to be announced? Well, we have uh, just to backtrack a bit. We have set up registered disabled savings plans for the two girls, and uh, those are working well. Thank you to the Canadian government and to RBC, um, and that will all be transferred over to them in the trusts. And we have set up uh, um, educational savings plans for each of the grandchildren, and we contribute to those. It seems to me what comes from all of this is peace of mind. I don't think there's too many holes in what you've done. You've you've given some thought to it mm-hmm. and continue to give some thought to it uh, in terms of how best mm-hmm. to, to set up your affairs and, and to make sure that everyone gets something, but that everyone is protected as well. Is there, a, is there a sense of peace that comes with all of that? Definitely. Uh, for me, I have really experienced that. And like I said earlier, with, with traveling, it's, it's been <laughs> really good to know that if anything happened to us, and uh, as with both parents on a plane or whatever, that things will be taken care of. It's, I, it's, that gives me a lot of peace. I guess you could check with Air Canada and see frequently how frequently we fly. Uh, so we are, we just came back from the States to see our son, and we're off next month uh, again to Mexico. So, yeah, we, we have peace of mind. And the freedom to travel. Yes. And the yes. freedom to, uh, to live life. Yep. Joan, you've written a, uh, a memoir called From the Heart. Tell me about um, what you set out to accomplish with, uh, with the book. Well, for a long time, I wanted to write my story because my life has been very interesting and challenging. And um, one of our wedding anniversaries, 
our second son, uh, gave us each a book. One was called Legacy of a Mother and the other one Legacy of a Father. And I looked at, at it and I thought, oh no, there's it's just one-liners, you know, what color is your hair, this kind of stuff. And um, so I thought, no, I'm not going to do that. I, I want to write stories and um, share some of my experiences in, in uh, my life. So... Um, I started doing that and you know over about 11 years I finally finished because life gets in the way right so um, daily life gets in the way so I just kept on writing and writing and just finished it and um, kids seem to be happy with it and so do other people so um, that's what I've done so my story is different because I was a nun for a while after high school entered and then I became a nurse and I uh, worked in St. Michael's and Lethbridge for one year, and then I went to South America and worked as a nurse there, as public health nurse in the in the Barriadas. And then I was back and um, had some spinal fusion done and thought I couldn't go back to nursing, but went back anyway, and then went to Jerusalem and worked there as a nurse. Um, and in that, before that, I was at Wilcox, Saskatchewan with uh, Father Athel Murray, Notre Dame College and um, as a nurse there as I was recuperating. And, um, and then later on, uh, I definitely had to quit nursing because of my back problems. And um, I had to make a big decision about what I was going to do and found um, out about an association called the Pastoral Care Association, a Canadian Association of Pastoral Care. And so I decided I would write and try and get into that program. And there's a story about that too. But um, eventually I did that and got a specialist in institutional ministry certificate. And then uh, worked for the Diocese of Calgary as the um, coordinator of pastoral care for the That's diocese. That's when she took over my office. Mm. And yep. then later we got married and was I was at home with the kids for a while. And I got a phone call one day asking if I would consider... Um, becoming a Roman Catholic chaplain at Bowdoin Institution, a federal penitentiary for men. So um, I thought about it and thought, why not? We talked about it, and our youngest was in school. So I started, and I was there for 17 years. So basically to retirement. <laughs> a lot of experiences. Yes. Quite a legacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and in that sense... Um, a valuable memoir uh, to your family and, and to, I, I would think, the uh, the pastoral community here because of uh, what you've done in your life <clears throat> in a variety of different aspects. Well, uh, not so much in the diocese here. I haven't had too many responses, but I, I, I haven't really uh, had a book signing session or anything yet, but a lot of friends and family have given name my name um, passed along that that's really a good book and so they want to read it so then I've been selling to them and uh, I've had a really good response even though I didn't think it would go past our immediate family right and now you're trying to do something similar are you yes uh, although I must admit that um, it's uh, it's very personal of course Uh, and part a big part of it is to try to reflect on what uh, shifts have taken place in my thinking over the years, from being a devout celibate priest to being a dad and a grandfather. Well, and 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 the two of them together, 
the, the collective memoir, again, are going to have value to those you love and, and uh, members of the family and people you know. Um, but it, they're also going to be interesting, I think, uh, uh, going forward for people who are perhaps studying religion, studying the Catholic Church, things of that nature where where your story stands out as being a, a little bit unique. It has been an interesting uh, ride the last 50 years with the Catholic Church that has gone through many things. And, and my uh, struggle with trying to, with the dissonance in my own life with regard to some of that stuff, yeah. In summary, John and Joan have hit a lot of the themes that are a part of good estate or life planning. They have protected assets, minimized taxes, and provided for their children and grandchildren. They have made provision for their own care in later years, although they still continue to enjoy good health. They have made provision for being able to live their lives comfortably, to travel, and to continue their own personal ministries, which have been a major component of their lives. And Joan's book, From the Heart, and the book that John is writing will be legacies that will mean a lot, especially to family and friends, but also to others who want to know more about their lives and about some of the challenges they faced. McMillan Estate Planning Chief Executive Sherry McMillan says John and Joan have done the right things, and the fact their two sons in particular have been involved in the planning demonstrates the importance of family dynamics in crafting a life plan. We need to have the discussion generationally. It cannot be that we just talk about it with husband and wife. We need to also encapsulate the family unit that will be accountable for that. Because it's easy to tell a husband and wife, you know, this is what I expect you to do if I face that health issue. But often it's not going to be the husband or wife that are dealing with it. Because what will happen is it will be the next generation that is dealing with these issues due to the fact that we're living so long. So we think it's really fundamental that we include the next generation um, in the discussion of the healthcare directives so that they truly understand the philosophy behind them. Because as you know, today in modern society, we have lots of availability uh, to work with these illnesses proactively. And I think that's really important because we haven't had to think about that historically because we didn't have longevity on our side, but today we do. I encourage you to check out McMillan's website at macmillanestate.com to learn more about life planning and give some thought to attending one of the upcoming seminars that McMillan runs in Calgary, Red Deer, Edmonton, and Vancouver. It might be the best 90-minute investment you could make in your own financial future. That's our program for this week. Thanks for joining us on The Strong Room on 770 CHQR.